Bez Hashem, continue Mishmar Nesim and Kuf Ayin Vav, Sif Aleph, there's one Sif, Sif Cotton Bays, in the middle of Sif Cotton Bays, where it says, Va'ayin Beber Halacha, it's a Shin number 428, and we're discussing Sha'apas, Paiter Esapar Paris, that the pas, the bread, exempts the other food item that we call Paris, the crumb balls. So, let's read again from the beginning of the Mechab, and the Mechab says on top of the page, Beirech, he made a bracha of hamaitzi on the bread. Paiter esaparperes, you now exempt the parperes, the crumb balls. The hainu, perure pas, pieces of pas, dak dak. We learned this last time. They're very fine, small pieces. Shedibkom be imorok oidvash, and you like connected, like glued them together with gravy or honey. And now he says, If you make a bracha on the parperes and his crumbles, you do not exempt the pas. Okay, you still have to make a bracha on the bread. But if you make a bracha on the bread, you do not make a bracha on the parperes. The parperes is a mezoinus, and the pas is hamoitzi. So, we saw already up till Siv Cotton Bay is in the middle, now he says as follows: says, take a look at the Be'er Locha, where we discussed over there, this that after Kiddush in the morning, people eat kichol, mezaynis, crackers, v'chadoyme, and the like. Nochun yoyser, it's better. She'af l'deiri shoyna, lo'yivarech aleyem bracha achreyna. Kaydem asuda. Don't make a bracha achreino, an after bracha, before the suda. Ela yifterenu But rather, you should exempt that those kichol with benching. Even more so if you eat that type of mezunis during the meal. So let's understand what's going on. They would make kiddush. And then they would have, before they would wash, they would have some cake. I was actually, many years ago, like 25 years ago, at someone's house, and they actually did something like this. You know, they made Kiddush. Uh, it was a Kiddush to me, but this is what they did. They made Kiddush, and they sat down, they had some cake first, schmoozing a little, and then they got up to wash. Now, I thought it was like a bracha and tzrich, like, well, why are they having cake now? But they weren't rushing to go wash. So they got like a little shtickle kiddish, and then they meant to make a moitzi. So in that case, the Mishru is saying over here that they should not make a bracha achreina of alamichia on the cake. Rather, the the benching will exempt the bracha achreina that would be necessary to be made on the cake, and even more so if they're having, let's say, some of this cake during the meal. So it makes it even better that the benching will cover that cake as well. So he says, All of this is applicable to the Suda, to the meal. Now he says as follows, Now I'm going to discuss with you from the Paiskim, from the Achreinim, other Dinim that are similar to this topic. Until now, 
Ad heina kasavnu. We spoke about ba'oichel minei mezaynus. Kain masuda. Of eating different types of mezaynus before the meal. Okay? Like, let's just give an example. Because most of us don't sit down to a, uh, a cake party after we make kiddush. Okay? Let's say you have a lot of people in your house. And while a few people are washing, you happen to notice some nice, good sugar kichel on the counter. So you're waiting for them to wash. So what do you do now? You start eating one, and then two, and then three, and then four. And before you know it, you have a shear that you really can make an alamichi. So now the question is, do you make your alamichi before you go to wash? So to that, it seems like the Mishra is saying, you don't make an alamichi. So he says, until now we spoke about eating types of mezoinus before the meal. Now we discuss other things. And he says as follows. A person who wants to eat before he washes for the meal, foods that he would have to make a bracha if he would eat it during the meal. What is an example of something they would have to make a bracha during the meal? So he tells us, such as fruit. Okay, so a person has grapes, apples, whatever fruit you want, during the meal, you have to make a bracha. The understanding is that it's not really called, it's not called machmas asuda, part of the meal. So you have to make a separate bracha on it, even though you washed. So now you have a grape, you eat some grapes before you, you washed after Kiddush. Then your intention is to eat the fruits also during the meal. And your intention is that you're going to make this bracha now before you wash until Sidaim. Then you're going to say, I'm going to make the bracha now on the fruit and it'll also go for the fruit I'm eating during the meal. Then everything is called for the meal. The fact that I'm eating the fruit before, and I'm making my ha'etz, before I wash, is going also for the meal as well. You don't make a bracha. Just like if you have fruit before your bench, you have dessert, you have fruit, you don't make a separate bari nefashis or, or al ha'etz, val priya ha'etz, but rather the benching will exempt the fruit as well. And if you do not eat peris, the fruit, so the Mishra says as follows, since you do not have any intention for whatever reason, to eat the fruit that you just ate before you wash Anatil Sedayim. Now, once again, picture the scene. There are a lot of people waiting to go wash. You know, it's taking a few minutes. So while you're talking to people, you see some fruit on the, on the counter and you're eating some fruit. Now, I'm not saying you should do this, but you are doing that. Now, it could be you don't want any more fruit afterwards because that's not your intention to have any more fruit afterwards. Why not? Because... You just had your, your share of fruit. You're, you're, you're already good with fruit for the day. In that case, you do have to make a bracha achreina before you wash. Why? Because now, the fruit you had beforehand is not connected to the meal. 
Okay. The Kevin Shaochl and Koyd Masuda, and Shayochl Masuda Klal. It's not connected to Suda at all. Vafilu imloy beirach bracha achreina. And even if you did not make a bracha achreina, Koydim Natila Sedaim, before you wash your hands. Once again, Vafilu loy beirach bracha achreina. Even if you did not make a bracha achreina before you wash your hands, Sarech Lavarach Besoich Hasuda. You have to make, says the Mishnah Brura, your bracha achreina during the meal. So let's play out the case here. You made Kiddush. You're going to the kitchen. You're eating some fruit. You should have made a bracha achreina. You didn't. You washed for the bread, for the challah. You now sit down. You have a moitzi. Then you should make your bread in the fashas or your, your ala eitz, al eitz, whatever fruit you had. Um, Says the Mishra further, it's like five lines from the bottom. He says, Ois Beis, Kol Everything we've spoken till now is if one eats fruit. If a person ate before the Suda, things that you do not need a bracha for. That if you would eat them during the meal, you would not make it separate bracha. So now you're eating this before you washed. What's an example of this? Gigoin. Mina liften. Types of, of dips that you eat together. You're not going to make a separate bracha on the hummus when you're eating that during the meal. Priyadama, chikairin, erd apple, or potatoes. You're not going to make a separate bracha on the things that grow from the ground, such as the the potatoes, I bulbis um Okay, he says that's another way of saying a, a, a potato. In other words, let's say you're in the kitchen, and and you have uh, maybe you have the potato kugel. Okay, potato kugel is a hadama. You know, to eat stamped potatoes, you might not be doing. But let's say you have the potatoes there, scalloped potatoes, and you had them in the kitchen. So he's saying like this, Even if your intention is to eat them during the meal, The bracha rishoyna that you made before you washed, that doesn't help. Because they're already exempt, because why? Because you're, you're, you're making hamaitzi. And you're not going to make hadama before you eat your sweet potato. So, here's the story. Okay? You are waiting to go wash again. While you're waiting, you're eating some potatoes. So, of course, you have to make a hadama. That's not a shayla. Because you, you made kiddush. Kiddush doesn't cover the hadama. That's not a shayla. But, but, what's next is, it's a different category. Since you don't make a separate hadama during the meal on the potatoes you're going to be eating, you have to make a bar in the fashas before you wash. Okay. Now let's discuss wine and other beverages. He says, So that was already covered in two simonim earlier in Simon Kofayin Dalit. Over there. Gimel, the third point now. Meaning, 
Kompot. Basically, it's kompot. Okay? I'm not going to try to pronounce that even. Okay? So let's say he says like this. Let's say you're eating in the beginning of the meal. He says, He says even before you wash. He says before you wash. You're eating some kompot. Or something which is salty. He says, You don't make a bracha achreina. Why? Because it's part of the Suda. Now, why are these things part of the Suda? So these things are part of the Suda because what do they do once again? They are They're to get the juices of your stomach going and to to uh, arouse your appetite for the food. So those things that you're eating, this kompot, so let's say back into the kitchen, and once again, I'm not encouraging a person to do this, but if he would eat, be eating some kompot before they wash, and he has a shear to make a burn in the fashas, but it's, it's, he wouldn't have to do that because it's a chalik of the food of the suda. So anytime the food you eat is a chalik of the suda, and or it would be something that you would make a separate bracha on during the meal, Right? Like, uh, like, uh, the grapes. Okay? And you've been eating it also during the meal. So then, we said you don't make a separate bracha on it. Bracha achreina on it. But, if you would not make, like the potatoes, you would not make a separate bracha achreina on it, because you wouldn't make a bracha on the potatoes during the meal, because Hamaiti covers it, then, you would have to make your burning the fashas on the potatoes, if you had the right shear, of course, before you wash. Let's see further. Dalit. Vida. This, that a person is permitted to eat before Hamoitzi. Things that you, foods that do not require, that don't require bracha before the meal. That's only if you don't plan on eating right away. He, by the way, here's a, here's a here's another time you have the words shulchan aruch. Okay, so in the Mishnah we have here the words shulchan aruch. My shulchan aruch v'halechem lefan of osur ligram bracha she'en sricha. So our case that we're giving all time is actually not really the best example because the example I gave is highly v'rishayiskin. We're not dealing with the, the people doing the right thing. You should not be going and tasting from the food when you're about to go wash. When you're about to go watch, you should not do that. Because you're guiding a bracha, you're causing a bracha that's not necessary. Why is it a bracha that's not necessary? Because in another three, four minutes after the line is over, you are going to wash and have a mitzi. So you'll eat your food then. So why, why are you taking a bite of the, 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 the potato kugel across the corner over there that uh, you want to make sure you get that piece? You're not supposed to. It's a bracha she'en tzricha. But the Chayadim says, rather, what you should be doing is, you make the bracha on the lechem, on the bread, and you exempt the other foods. You exempt the other foods. Okay. There are those that say that if you enjoy eating this type of food, that is a food that can be eaten during the meal, 
but you enjoy to eat it before the meal. So that's how you enjoy eating food. So there are those places that say that's not called causing a bracha shein That's not causing a bracha that's not necessary. And you're allowed to do so. If that's what you like, how you like to eat it. Furthermore, if these are foods that are foods that get your juices going, your appetite going for the meal, that's even more of a uh, reason why you can rely on the fact that it's not a bracha shenetzricha. He let's go back on the top of the page where we'll see the Ramah now. The Ramah on the previous page says Beiruch al haparperes. He made a bracha in this crumb balls, okay, which is a mezoynus. Poiter ma'isa kedera shudaiso the boy. You exempt the ma'isa kedera, which is this oatmeal or the cooked cereal and the like. The chain similarly as well. In Beiruch al ma'isa kedera. If you made a bracha on the Maisa Kedera, on the oatmeal and the things we just mentioned, Paiter Esa Parperis, you exempt the Parperis, those things as well. Um, these crumb balls. Says the Mishnah Brura, Shebrechoson, Nami, Barim, Nezoinus, because the basic understanding is, you made a Mezoinus on the Parperis and his crumb balls, so now you exempt everything else under that category of the Mezoinus that will be eaten. And you do not need to make a separate um, on those foods. Okay, Rabbi Yisai, we're going to stop here. And see you next time. Those things that come before the Sudan, after the Sudan, what is their halacha? Thank you for joining.